Good morning, and welcome to the Southside Mount Washington Parish Community as we celebrate the Feast of the Body and Blood of Christ. We'd like to extend a special welcome to those who are praying with us virtually near and far today. We welcome you to join us in the celebration of the Eucharist. We are grateful for your prayerful participation, and we invite you to be in spiritual communion with the risen Lord, who is present in word and in sacraments, present among us all who are the body of Christ. Assisting us today as our lector is Joanne Paradise. Our musicians are myself, Amanda Bruce, and Thomas Conroy. Our celebrant is Father Daniel Strawn. I am the bread of life. You who come to me shall not hunger, and to believe in me shall not thirst. No one can come to Let us pray. O oh God, who in this wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, so to revere the sacred mysteries of your body and blood that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. My family, now let us be attentive to readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, remember how for 40 years now, the Lord your God has directed all your journeying in the desert so as to test you by affliction 
and find out whether or not it was your intention to keep his commandments. He therefore let you be afflicted with hunger and then fed you with manna, a food unknown to you and your fathers, in order to show you that not by bread alone does one live, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of the Lord. Do not forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, the place of slavery, who guided you through the vast and terrible desert with its seraph serpents and scorpions, its parched and waterless ground, who brought forth water for you from the flinty rock and fed you in the desert with manna, a food unknown to your fathers. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Bless the Lord at all. 
from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, the cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because the loaf of bread is one, we, though many, are one body. For we all partake of the one loaf. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the Jewish crowds, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. 
Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Again, my family, welcome to our celebration of the solemnity of the most holy body and blood of Christ, the gift of God to us in his body and in his blood, in the Eucharist. And while many of us, many of you cannot celebrate present here, you can still celebrate spiritually that communion with God, that relationship of love with God Almighty and through him, with him, and in him, with one another. So I encourage you, enter into this prayer. And if, you, if you're watching this and you're agitated or you're, you're, you're thinking about something else, pause for a moment or rewind a bit and really enter into this prayer, this mass, where we celebrate the gift of God himself for us, to us, with us. And my family, yes, while you may not partake of him physically, you can partake of his love. You could allow yourself to be loved. You could allow that love to comfort you and strengthen you and to raise you up. And my family, that's really what we're celebrating here the body and blood of Christ not only wipes away our sin and gives us strength to live this life here and now, but gives us life eternal. And my family, of all the words that we say and pray during this Mass, especially this, the, the, the sacred scripture proclaimed, I encourage you, please take a look at it. The first reading proclaimed from the book of Deuteronomy. You may know the book of Deuteronomy is the fifth book of the Bible. It's in the Old Testament, our Jewish brothers and sisters, their sacred scripture. Now it's our sacred scripture. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 8, please take a look at it. And that responsorial psalm, 147, please take a look at it. Please read it and pray over it and enter into it. And the second reading so beautifully proclaimed from St. Paul's letter, his first letter to the Corinthians chapter 10. Please take some time to read it and pray it and enter into it. And then my family, most especially, the gospel you heard me proclaim from the gospel of John chapter six, the bread of life discourse, Jesus offering himself as the bread, the manna that was given to the people of Israel in their time in the desert. Jesus is this now bread of life, offering us not only life here and now, but life eternal. But of all the words that we use in the sacred scripture and in the, in, the, uh, in the sacred liturgy, the words that are most important for us today are the words of consecration, where Jesus offers himself on this very altar with the words, do this in memory of me. My family, these words of God Almighty transform bread into his body wine into his blood. It may still look like bread and smell and taste like wine, but in its essence, it is, by the power of God Almighty, it is the body and blood in its essence of Jesus Christ. And the significance of that is beyond our ability to grasp 
But one of the greatest consequences of Jesus sharing his life in the body and blood is that we get now to participate in his life with his Father by the power of the Holy Spirit in holy communion with God. And my family, sin separates us and fractures this relationship, this communion with God, wherein Jesus Christ, out of his love and mercy for us, as he entered into our brokenness, as he took upon himself our sinfulness, he reconciles us with God, his Father, our Father, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And my family, that's what we're celebrating here and now, and that's what you're celebrating at home, your communion with God. And my family, those words, do this in memory of me, are so very profound. Back in the day when I was a young man, I think I heard this reflection and it stuck with me. The reflection, and I've shared it with you, especially I think I share it on the celebration of First Holy Communion for the little ones. And I break open that simple sentence, do this in memory of me. Do this. The reflection goes, what is this? When Jesus would say, do this, well, the first thing that comes to mind is this is this celebration. Do this in memory of me. Come together. The first time he said it was at the Passover meal. So do this Passover meal. And that's what we're doing here in the Mass. We are celebrating the covenant between God and man. And we are entering into it. And Jesus is fulfilling it now in his body and his blood, in this most beautiful sacrifice. And he says, do this. So yes, do this. And when we do it, we will have life. We will experience him. But the other notion is do this. Well, do what? Do this. Yes, but what is Jesus saying? Do this, meaning do what he's doing. He's giving of himself in this celebration, in this moment, in the Passover meal, he was celebrating his ultimate sacrifice, his passion and death on the cross. He says, do this, do what he's doing, give of ourselves for the sake of others. And my family, when we do that, when we do this, here and at home, because what is this? It's praising God and participating in our own salvation. That's what this is in the church, but we could do a lot of this at home. We could praise and worship God at home. We could participate in our own salvation least in a bit, not physically in the Eucharist, but we could participate in our own salvation by manifesting the life of Jesus Christ out in the world. My family, what we do here is a microcosm of what we ought to be doing out in the world, praising God and participating in our own salvation. But my family, we do that by doing this, by doing what Jesus did, by giving of himself for the sake of another. And when we do this, in memory now, he added that, in our Jewish Hebrew tradition, memory means more than just bringing something to mind that happened in the past. It's more than just an intellectual exercise. Memory, in our Jewish Hebrew tradition now, in our Catholic faith tradition, it not only recalls something, but it makes it present. It makes it now. It's not only in the past, it is now. That's why they built memorials when they entered into a covenant relationship with God. They, they built memorials, altars, obelisks, or rock formations to constantly remind them of the relationship they were in with God in the present moment. 
So when we remember, when we do this in memory of Jesus, he becomes present in the now. He's not in the past 2,000 years ago. When we celebrate the Eucharist, when we enter into this gift of God himself, Jesus becomes present here and now. But the beautiful thing in our Jewish Hebrew tradition, memory has a, has a further nuance. When they remember, when we remember, it's not only making it present, but it prompts a dynamic. It prompts a response. So that when Jesus is made present with us and for us, it naturally prompts a response from us. And what is that response going to be from you today? Even though you cannot receive him physically in his body and blood, we could receive him spiritually through his life and through his love. By receiving, in a sense, the body of Christ proclaimed in sacred scripture. In receiving the body of Christ made manifest when we join together in prayer at home. My family, the body of Christ is made manifest not only in the Eucharist, the most blessed sacrament, but the body of Christ is made manifest through you out there in the world. And my family, when we do that, as Jesus says, do this in memory of him, do this in memory of me, Jesus Christ is made present. By giving of ourselves for the sake of others, Jesus Christ is made present. And when Jesus Christ is made present with us and for us, and if we can allow him to love us and enter into a relationship with us, that naturally prompts a response. And what did the early apostles and disciples do when they experienced the Eucharist for the first time? Found in the Emmaus story. In the, in the Gospel of Luke, take a look at it. They got up, their eyes were open, they realized their hearts were burning, and they went out into the world to share the life and love of God Almighty that they experienced. They went out into the world to share that same life and love with others. So my family, that is our task now to do this in memory of Jesus. And when we do that, when we give of ourselves for the sake of others, Jesus is made present, and our reaction, our response, our dynamic to that is to share his life and love with others so that we may have life here and now and life eternal. And now, my family, we turn to our loving Father, and we ask him to hear and answer all of our prayers by responding to these petitions with the words, Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to racism and violence, we pray. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For the RCIA candidates, that they may grow in their desire for the waters of new birth and allow God more fully into their hearts, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of us in isolation, that we may find companionship with God through the scriptures, 
recall with gratitude all who are significant in our lives and encourage others who are alone. We pray. Lord, Lord hear Lord. our prayer. We remember all parishioners and friends on our prayer list as we ask God to comfort them, ease their pain and suffering. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For our parish community, many members but one body, that we may be a people of deep gratitude and allow God to continue to build us into a community of faith and love, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially James B. Wainer, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And we remember today the following people of our parish grouping. Frank and Elizabeth Fundy, people of the parish, Antoinette Fazio, Kashmir and Anne Simokiviak, Thomas Blaine, and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. The Prayer for Spiritual Communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as you, as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, O oh Lord, we pray that we may delight for all eternity in that share in your divine life, which is foreshadowed in the present age by our participation in your precious body and blood, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. My family, please know that you are in my heart and in my prayers, and I ask for your prayers for me. We're all in this together. And my family, as Amanda just shared with you that prayer for spiritual communion, and as we celebrate this great solemnity of the body and blood of Christ Jesus. Although you cannot receive him physically, my family, if your faith is there, and if your desire is true, Jesus will not deny you that spiritual communion, that experience of his relentless mercy and his mighty and tender love. So my family, I'm asking you, enter into this prayer Again, if your faith is there, if your desire is true, Jesus will not deny you his love.
This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe. Stay at home if at all possible. And please know that we are always praying for you.